This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 24 is going to be from Genesis chapter 4, verses 8 through 9. The people of God are responsible for one another. Genesis chapter 4, verses 8 through 9 say, Now Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? This is a question that arises in a lot of places, and the answer to that question, according to God, is absolutely, you are your brother's keeper. And so trying to get out of the consequences of what he had just done, when God asked Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know. That was not a good enough answer for God. God wanted to know where he was. Why aren't you taking care of your brother? And when Cain responded, am I my brother's keeper? That was a cop-out for his responsibility that he knew that he had. In Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 17 through 21, the Bible says, Son of man, talking to Ezekiel, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. Yet, if you warn the wicked... And he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way. He shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die because you did not give him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous should not sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely live, because he took warning. Also, you will have delivered your soul. Notice in verse 17, God tells Ezekiel that he had made him a watchman for the house of Israel. In other words, he was responsible for his brothers. If Ezekiel would have asked, am I my brother's keeper? This would have been God's answer. And it was God's answer to Ezekiel. This would have been God's answer to Cain as well. Yes, you are a watchman for the house of Israel. You need to be watching out for your brother. And that's the way that it is today. We need to be that watchman. We need to be watching out for our brothers and sisters in Christ as we live our lives. This is repeated several times in the book of Ezekiel. In Ezekiel chapter 33, verses 6 through 7, the Bible says, But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. You see, Ezekiel had a very high responsibility. The sword was coming to destroy Israel. And 
Ezekiel was to warn the people. God's not happy, but here's how we become right with God. Here's how we avoid the sword. And so Ezekiel had a very high responsibility. He was to be the watchman for them and to tell them everything that God wanted them to know. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you are, Ezekiel. You are the watchman for the house of Israel. The people of God are responsible for one another. If we're not responsible for one another, who's going to take responsibility for us? And so we need to be helping one another get to heaven. In Acts chapter 20, verses 27 through 30, we have this responsibility taken from the pages of the Old Testament and moved forward into the pages of the New Testament when Paul would say in Acts chapter 20 and verses 26 through 30, Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Paul had taken upon himself the responsibility given to him by God to be a watchman for his brothers and sisters. In verse 28 says, Therefore take heed to yourself and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. So Paul is taking that responsibility that he had and he is passing that responsibility down now to the elders of the church. The elders of the church are to take heed to themselves and to all the flock. They are to be innocent of the blood of all men because they are to be the watchmen over the church. They are to be the watchmen telling the church how to live and how to be pleasing in God's sight. And so in verses 26 and 27, Paul said, I was pure of the blood of all men, for I did not shun to declare to you the whole counsel of God. And this is how the elders, the overseers, the shepherds are to shepherd the flock. In verse 28, again, take heed to yourself first and to all the flock. You see, the shepherds have the responsibility for the entire flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. An overseer is similar to a watchman. A shepherd is similar to a watchman. And they have been put over the entire church of God. In verse 29 says, For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. So after Paul left, he knew that savage wolves, false teachers, were going to come in amongst the church. And they were not going to spare the flock. They were going to eat the flock. They were going to, going to destroy the flock. But the overseers were put there to be a watchman watching for these individuals, watching out for the souls of the members of the Lord's body. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And then in verse 30, the unfortunate fact of the matter is that those savage wolves were going to rise up from amongst the elders themselves. Also from amongst yourself, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after themselves. And so this is one of the reasons why God gave us elders to be the watchmen over the church, that Ezekiel was to be over the house of Israel, and that they are to cry the warning when they see the, the wolves coming, coming. In Romans chapter 14 and verse 1, we see that not only are the elders supposed to be the watchmen for the house of Israel, but we are to watch out for one another. We are to be watchmen together with the elders, watching out for the weak in the congregation. In Romans chapter 14 and verse 1, Paul, speaking to the church at Rome, said, Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to disputes over doubtful 
things. And so we are to receive those who are weak in the faith. We are to watch out for our brothers and sisters in Christ who have not had the time to mature and to age properly. And even those that have had the time to mature and to age properly, according to Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12, in time you ought to be teachers. You have need of someone teach you again. The first principles of the oracles of God, even those that have been in the faith for a long time who are still weak, we who are strong are to watch out for them. We are to be the watchmen over the house of Israel. The people of God are responsible for one another. Notice Romans chapter 15 and verse 1. We then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. And so we are again to watch out for the weak. We are to bear with them. We are to watch out with them and for them. Why? Verse 2 tells us why. Leading to edification, leading to teaching these younger Christians how to be strong so that they can in turn turn around and do the same thing for other people. Turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, where Paul would instruct the young gospel preacher this, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, remember Acts chapter 20, verse 26 and 27, I am pure the all, blood of all men, for I don't, did not shun to declare to you the whole counsel of God. And so in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2, Paul speaking to the young gospel preacher says, and the things that you heard from me, he was being the watchman for Timothy. Among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Notice that watchman mentality continues. Timothy, the things you heard from me, teach these people so that they can continue teaching these people and watching out for one another and making sure that we remain strong and faithful in the Lord. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 12, Paul said this, Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never again eat meat lest I make my brother stumble. He took this so far in watching out for his weak brothers and sisters that if it meant he could not eat another piece of meat, he would not eat that meat if it caused his brothers and sisters to stumble. He would be a watchman even to the point where he would cut meat out of his life for their sakes if that was necessary. We should be this way as well. We should care for our brothers and sisters in the Lord so much that we're willing to go to fight against wolves. We are willing to cut things out of our lives that are okay for us to have if it's going to cause them to stumble. You see how much we are to watch out for our brothers and sisters in the Lord? Then the Lord said to Cain in Genesis chapter 4 and verse 9, Where is your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? You see how much of a cop-out that was when Cain said that to God? Yes, you are your brother's keeper. You should love your brothers and sisters so much that you want them to be right with God. In Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. So again, look here at how much we are to be a watchman for the house of Israel, how much we are to be a watchman for the church. Brethren, if any man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one. If you're strong, 
and your brother is overtaken in a trespass, you're to go to him. You are to restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. And then in verse 2, it says, Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. When we are a watchman for the house of Israel, when we tell people what God wants them to know, we are fulfilling the law of Christ. In Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, just a few verses down from what we just read, it says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. We are watchmen for everyone, but especially to those who are of the household of faith. Do good to all, but especially to those who are of the household of faith. Be a watchman for your brothers and sisters in Christ especially and try to help one another stay in the faith and go to heaven. Isn't that what this life is about? Helping one another be godly and go to heaven to be with God forever? In James chapter 5, verses 13 through 20, the Bible says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Notice how much the elders here again, going back to the eldership, are to be the watchmen for the house, so much so that the church should know that they're able to call them when someone is sick. Now, what type of sickness are we talking about here? We're not talking about a physical sickness because in verse 15, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. We know that this is not physical sickness because it says if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. This is spiritual sickness. If someone is struggling, the watchman the shepherds, the overseers to the flock, Acts chapter 20, verses 26 through 28, the shepherds are to come to him. He's there. They are to know that they can call for them and that they will come and pray for him. Look at verse 16. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. How much are we to be a watchman for each other? Well, we are to be a watchman for each other to the extent that we are to confess our sins to one another and pray for one another that we might be healed from this spiritual sickness that we have in our lives today that all men have been a part of. In Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And then verse 17, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth, verse 19, and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Notice how much we are to be a watchman for one another. If someone wanders away, you are to be watching for that so that as soon as they wander away, you can go to them and turn them back and bring them back. And notice in verse 20 what this does for both of you. And let him know that he who turns a sinner from the air of his way will save a soul from death. The one that wandered away is not going to die. And then when he comes back, you cover a multitude of your own sins. Read Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse 21 and compare the two together and see how much we are to be a watchman unto the house of Israel. So, as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. 
This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.